Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Geekscape, as I'm here at the Comic-Con booth, this is Preview Night and the Preview Night episode of the Geekscape podcast, coming to you exclusively from Comic-Con. I promised you, you would have a podcast every day of Comic-Con, and it hasn't even started yet as of the recording of this. Uh, You can hear in the background construction vehicles still going around, lifting pallets, moving things around to get the booths ready for the Preview Night that's going to start in about two hours, but I am here hunkered down in the Geekscape booth with our good friend Matt Kelly, who set the whole damn thing up. Well, Derek built the back, but you've been organizing the whole thing. The shirts are laid out, and so you've actually been on the floor a lot more than I have. Uh, Tell me, Matt, before the doors open, what are you excited for, and what have you actually seen that has impressed you? Uh, What I've seen is the Yu-Gi-Oh! stand and the, what's that called, the Shag store, and uh, the Legion M on the right side of us, and this booth, uh, Atomic Toys, on the left of us. I've been here. <laughs> uh, Matt's been uh, kind of mad scienting the uh, organization of the shirts, which we're excited about. We got a brand new shirt, the Geekscape Forever shirt with the old school Geek Drome design that actually predates Matt, but he's going to look really, really great in it. Uh, you know you're peeling off one of those for yourself, right? A thousand percent, of course. I, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like as I was folding a bunch of shirts, I was like, "Man, we need to update our socials with that design as our main profile picture." Honestly, it's a great design. It's cool logo. I still like the Johnny, the the the, uh, the Zap Johnny Zap logo the most, but uh, the old classic Geek Drum AV Club logo is. I mean, it's right up there. I mean, they're the same. They're the same artist. Uh, you guys have heard Fernando Pinto on the podcast. He's a, amazing, and uh, and I got his blessing to bring back his art for the Geekscape Forever uh, design, and that's what we got here at the booth. Those are going to be up on the store. 
at the culmination of Comic Con. So I'll, I'll put those up on the online store, uh, online store, and uh, I'll share them a lot. I'll share that link a lot. Sorry, it's not really linked to. Uh, yeah, let's not talk about the website. That's next. But we got to survive Comic Con first. Matt, anything you're excited about this week? Really. Just I, I know I say this every time we talk about Comic Con, but it for me Comic Con's about the after the convention time with you and Derek and whoever else comes out for the show. I tend to spend most of the convention here at the table. So it's always cool to bump into people. It's always cool to meet listeners of either Geekscape or any of the other shows that we do, but uh, it's it's the after hours hanging out before we all crash at the reasonable hour of like nine thirty ten o'clock at night uh, each evening. <laughs> there you have it, Geekscapist. That's what Matt's looking forward to. But if that's not exciting enough for you, yeah, what are you looking forward? To? Uh, what am I looking forward to? Matt just asked. Um, I'm looking forward to. It's going to sound kind of lame, but I'm kind of excited to have the same thing. I'm excited to see how many people from previous years come by and say hello I'm, I'm excited to have our friends signing like Casper Van Dien come by Mega Ran who has a show on the network I'm excited to just have kind of the family come back and hang out and let's see who are the new people that we meet this year I mean it's hard to predict that because every year we make a little bit more of an impression here on the floor we have uh, our classic space some of our neighbors have rotated because of the pandemic some are in different places on the floor some are gone entirely but we're still here and we're still here meeting people so that's kind of what excites me the most is like who can we meet this year and who comes back to say hi uh and we can never predict that because it seems to be different every year and you know it's always some amazing lifelong friendships uh i was just walking out of a out of getting coffee and somebody was talking me up in line uh asking about being a, an exhibitor here and i think that they're going to be writing you about their podcast matt uh so we're, we're about to have 50 podcasts on the network uh i hope you don't mind matt <laughs> but they'll be dropping by later today and uh maybe we'll just keep recording at the booth slicing them together and getting them to you geekscape if there's any funny things that happen this year and there will be there kind of have been so far uh, we're gonna, you're going to hear about it. And I've only got one for you right now. Matt might have another one, but the one I have for you right now is uh, we had to use a trailer this year because Guy is in Brazil. And because we had a U-Haul trailer, they wouldn't let us load in under the convention center, which is a lot easier. They wouldn't let us under the convention center at all with that trailer. So we had to go into the back with all the Teamsters running around with forklifts. And here we are in Heidi's uh, you know, four-door car with a trailer on a, uh, on a hitch. And we're trying to park amongst all these big rigs and the, you know, the Teamsters moving in the big Marvel uh, exhibitor booths on pallets. And we were forced to park there amongst these big trucks and forklifts. And as we're getting out, a forklift pulls up and goes, how many pallets you got? And I said, we don't have any pallets uh, because we have a small booth. Uh, and we actually have our own hand truck. So we just need to be here, parked here for a little bit so we can hand truck everything in. In probably two trips. He goes, hand truck? Hand truck? This guy in a forklift who's probably been working this kind of stuff for years looked at me like, what the fuck is a hand truck? <laughs> hand truck? Hand truck? Hand truck? You insult me. Look at this power vehicle I have in my forklift. You're going to come in here with a hand truck? What are you? Moving refrigerators for your buddies? <laughs> hand truck? There's no power in a hand truck. Well, we got it done. We got it done, and here we are. Matt, is that the story you're going to tell? No, 
Oh, uh, what I was going to say was if you want to see some of the fun and crazy stuff that we've been having here, you should be on our socials, specifically our new TikTok as well as our Instagram reels. Because there's a lot of great moments that have happened so far this week that are already living up there. That's right. We started a TikTok. It's at Geekscape. I'll clean it up uh, here and there. I think I should add the Geekscape logo to it. Unless it, I don't know how TikTok works. Maybe that'll lose the personal flavor of having me in a bunch of Geekscape stuff as the logo. That being said, that new TikTok is going to be uh, Jonathan and his friends, which is you, which is Geekscape, which is all of this, making cool videos and throwing it up there. So I think that's going to be the place for the inside jokes. I think, uh, I think Shane's fear of staying in Glendale during my wedding is going to be up there pretty soon. There's a, plenty of uh, inside jokes we got here that are you're all are a part of it. If you're listening to this, you're a part of it. So enjoy that. All right. Uh, that'll be a fun community place. So subscribe if you're on TikTok at Geekscape. Woo! We'll have a, a bit more here for this opening night, preview night podcast. That's it. Hey, Geekscapists, I'm here with Matt Sazama. He's a good friend of mine, and I am actually moderating his panel here at Comic-Con on Friday, but he dropped by the booth on Wednesday just to introduce himself. And uh, if you know Matt, it is because he was a co-writer on the Power Rangers film from 2016, 27, right. something like that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he was also one of the co-creators of the most recent Netflix Lost in Space series. Yes. Yes. And then this past year, how would we have known your name? Uh, oh man, uh, my my partner and I uh, wrote a movie called uh, Morbius. Maybe you've heard of. Oh yeah, I, I you know what I paid for Morbius. How much you got on you? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no refunds. <laughs> no, you know what? And Geekscapers, you'll attest to this, Geekscapers, because I can't even make that joke because I came on the show doing to talk Morbius, and I said, you know what? I had fun. I don't care. I had, I sat in the theater with Ian and Justin, and we had fun, didn't we? And Geekscapers, you you know that joke doesn't hold water. Because I admitted on this podcast, I had a blast watching the movie with my two friends. And what else can you ask for with these movies? Are, you know, Matt, we have a panel coming on Friday to talk uh, Lost in Space. You are doing a signing here on Friday. Um, one thing I wanted to ask is, like, our fans, because you're also doing the Madame Web movie that we can't talk about, the one over at Sony. Uh, are, do, are fans asking too much of some of these films? Or how do you feel, like, with fandom? And we don't have to go too deep on, like, the fandom and their approach to you know the, these films but like what, what's your view on fandom after experiencing stuff like Power Rangers Lost in Space Morbius doing these IPs well I mean you know everybody can have their opinion Look, if you pay the money you can have an opinion that, that's fine I think uh, the funny thing about Morbius is the um, the audience score was significantly higher than the critic score so, I mean, are we talking professional fans who write for Rock and Rotten Tomatoes or, you know, people who just went to go see the movie? So, I, um, you know, it's all, it's all good, you know. It's, 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 part of the, it's part of the job. And really, I think what's important to us as creators is the people who just go to see the movie. That's who you're making these things for, you know what I mean? And they're not in, they're not in this insulated culture of... Uh, I feel like critics, and yes, we 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 critique things on the show and on the the podcast network and on the website. Um, we all the critics know each other, and they 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 sometimes look at each other's homework and they see who who's writing this, who's writing that. 
what's going to get clicks, what's going to get views, and sometimes it turns into a li- and I'm saying this, Matt's not saying this, and sometimes it turns into a little bit of a of a race to see who can get a little bit more traction on their words. And I'm not going to ask you to agree with that or not agree with that, Matt, because you're you're still rocking out with these IPs, and I don't want you know what I mean. But that's how I feel. I feel like when when that's that stuff starts to landslide very quickly and build momentum very quickly, and it becomes a heaping on. It makes sense. Yeah. No. I I I agree with that. I, I think there's you know it's one of those things where if if you're on the downward slide, you start like you know you start rolling faster. Or, you know, and then the flip side, if, if a movie's doing well, everybody feels like they, they need to go see it, and then it gets inflated that way. That's what we like to do. We like to promote, as we, see, as we have the, the Geekscape shirt over there, don't hate create at the booth. Like, that's what we're actually about, right? Yeah. But uh, seriously, with Morbius, if you went to go see it and you liked it, that's awesome. You know, we, a lot of people tried to make, make the movie the best we could. If you didn't like it, I, I, you know, I hope you like the next one. And that, that's, uh, that's about all you can do. Did you just confirm Morbius 2? <laughs> that's not what he said, Geeks Gavis. That's not what he said. Um, Matt and, I, uh, and his co-writer, Burke, are going to have a signing here on Friday. We'll maybe talk to them again then. And then for sure, Geeks Gavis, we're going to have a great panel on Friday evening talking all about Lost in Space. We're not going to allow any of those Morbius questions and, and uh, any of that stuff. We're going to be talking only about the Lost in Space. And Geeks Gavis, if you didn't watch Netflix's Lost in Space... It's really good, and I'm not the only person who thinks that. A lot of people think that, and a lot of people who know that I'm uh, moderating that panel are like, wow, I want to hear that. You're going to hear it if you're on, at Comic-Con, and hopefully Geekscape will allow me to figure out how to record it, and maybe you'll hear it here on the feed. Uh, I also just got a chance to introduce Matt to a former Geekscape guest, Michael Uslan, who's the man who uh, got the rights to Batman on screen. You remember Geekscape was back in March. He was a guest at the uh, on the podcast, and that was cool. Yeah, that was super cool. <laughs> you never know who you're going to run into here on Comic-Con, and Matt and I are just talking before the booth, and here comes Michael Yuslin walking past, looking for top straight baseball cards. He's a big baseball fan, and I grabbed Michael. And I was like, hey, sorry to interrupt, but Matt, uh, like, he's never told a bad story, and he told a pretty good one about, like, while we're sitting there, about Houdini. And that was a pretty damn good story that he that actually happened to the creator of The Shadow, is that right? What you saying? Yes, Walter Walter Gibson. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was like a drive by, had like three great anecdotes, and like took off. Yeah. Michael was looking for those top trading cards, and we couldn't stop him. Otherwise, uh, I'd have pulled the mic out and had Michael on the show too. But maybe we'll get that Friday. Maybe we'll get that Saturday. Geekscapists. Uh, the only way to know is to keep listening. So, Matt, we're gonna we're gonna talk to you a little bit more in the next coming days. Uh, but Geekscape is that's just a taste, uh, and we'll be back at Comic Con. So keep listening. All right, Geekscape is preview night is over. I'm back in the hotel room with my good friend. He's no stranger. That is Derek Cranavelt. And uh, while Matt and I were sitting there pressing palms and trying to get people on the Geekscape network as fans out there uh, at the booth Derek got to experience some what did you do tonight while we were actually working 
Yeah, I didn't set foot on the show floor tonight, which uh, I expected to and was excited to, and that didn't end up happening. Instead, I went to a press preview for a big offsite activation that Netflix is running called uh, for the the new the Gray Man movie that comes out uh, this Friday, I think. Um, the activation ended up being a really long line, and uh, um, I watched people eat food and drink drinks for about two hours before it was my turn to go in. Um, the event itself was pretty cool. It's like a kind of an escape room, and it ends with like you running on top of a train car, and, and there's like a camera that flies by and that captures a little video for you, which is pretty cool. Um, and then by the time I got out, the event was like closing and so there was no more press time so they're like oh no more food and drinks so uh one one person you know i really like the food and drink of these events you know living in canada is expensive the canadian dollar is not very strong my burrito at rock and baja yesterday somehow cost me 40 dollars um so like when they're like hey come and eat this food uh i will do that and someone brought around you know they had these nice gray burgers gray burgers for gray man it was a nice like themed (laughs) themed uh uh uh, meal and I wasn't lucky enough to eat one of those. Met a really nice guy named Sean, uh, and we went over to the Game of Thrones offsite act, offsite activation afterwards, though, which might be the coolest one that I've ever done. Okay, so the Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Russo brothers movie activation was at least for, as far as press goes disappointing. You didn't get the food. Uh, Game of Thrones, you get the food. Game of Thrones, there was no food. It was just like you got to do the activation early, basically, which probably is about 20 to 30 minutes long. kind of happens in like three segments. One of them, you're it's like a little town area, and so there's a bunch of actors that are talking at you and singing at you. Um, and then you go into like a castle, basically, and it actually like looks like they built this like tiny castle, which is pretty amazing. Uh, and you go in and you have to try to like hatch a dragon egg, basically. Um, and there's actors that are like walking you through these different areas, and it's very, very well done. Like like HBO money. Like this is probably the nicest, the coolest looking activation I've been to in my like eight, nine years of coming to Comic Con. Uh, and then at the end, you there's like a room where you basically get to go and sit and have a photo op on the new Iron Throne, which is much much bigger than the the Iron Throne from the the original series. But um, this, it's going to be like so busy, I bet. But it was so freaking cool, like um, almost Godzilla level, like Godzilla that Godzilla 2013 activation which was the first activation i ever did at comic-con nothing has topped that if anything gets close it's this one i think yeah remember we went to that one together and they had like sushi and stuff and you were in like this downtown area that was destroyed and like godzilla would walk past and it would shake it was like the day before comic-con too and that was like my first taste of comic-con ever and it was just like i was just floored i was just floored. look at you now nine years later 10 years really if you kind of yeah well no you still can't afford your own dinner but you're here with geekscape and uh, all that. Geeks gave us, that is preview night. We've heard from Matt. We've heard from Derek, our friend Matt Sazama, who's going to uh, be a part of uh, the signings on Friday and uh, a panel that I'm moderating. And uh, he wrote Morbius, co-wrote Morbius. And we heard some thoughts on that. So this has been a good little preview day, preview night episode for you. Uh, there's going to be more. Share this with your friends. Tell your friends to subscribe to Geekscape. And of course, we have 25 shows across the channel. So just keep keep doing the geekscape thing oh we also have a new tiktok too so enjoy that follow geekscape on tiktok you're listening to the geekscape network